how you identify yourself is the key to your life. Hello, welcome to episode number 85 of Spiritual Confidence. I'm Karen Barno, your host. I've been spending a lot of time looking at identity. You know, I coach a lot of women one-on-one and I do group, group coaching. In fact, I have a group coaching getting ready to start August 15th if you're interested. You can check, check out my group, Spiritual Confidence, on Facebook or over to my website, karenbarno.com. And the overlying theme that I see is how people identify who they are. And they identify who they are by, a lot of times, what other people have told them as children. These are beliefs, or what I call shadow beliefs, because we don't even realize they're churning and burning. Or if we do, we don't realize the impact they have on us. Um, and for instance, I have always considered myself a heavy person, chubby, fat, whatever you want to call. I have always considered myself that. Even when I got to down to 115 in the military, and even then they were like, you're way too thin, Karen. You need to put some weight on. I still viewed myself as a chubby person. And I, I couldn't figure out why. It's just my worldview. And I was coaching a woman, and we were talking about it, and, I w- and she was talking about how, well, you know, I, I'm just fat. And it's like, why would you say that? And a lot of times about coaching, you know, sometimes the coach gets healed. I'm like, well, why would you say you're fat? And she goes, well, I've always been fat. I'm like, well, why? She says, well, my whole family's heavy. She goes, my mom, you know, weighs, I think she said, you know, well over 270, her dad, all her siblings, her relatives, everybody in her family is overweight. Therefore, she is. And I was relaying to her about my fat gene story of how, you know, growing up, my mom told me that I had the fat gene. And that's why I was chubby. When my sister was real thin, my brother was thin, my mom was thin, she was a real diabetic, so she was on a special diet, my dad was thin, but I was fat. And so I believed her that I had the fat gene. So I'm telling my client this, and we're talking back and forth, and she's like, she goes, you know, my parents just always said it was how we were made. It was genetics. And I don't know anything about genetics, so I'm not here to teach about genetics, but I'm like, but what happens if you start to think about yourself as a thin person. And I'm thinking to myself as well, well, Kara, what happens if you start viewing yourself as a thin person? Not as somebody that has the fat gene, not the one of the three children who's fat because you're like your Nana, but what happens if you're really actually thin like the both of them, but you chose to eat your pain? You know, as being abused and everything else, you know, a lot of times food, weight, a form of protection, keeps things buried. And this isn't, how you identify yourself isn't just weight. It could be that you identify yourself as not being smart, but you're really smart. Or you identify with, you're an incredibly hard worker, and the only way to get to the top is to work 15, 16, 17 hours a day, seven days a week. Or you identify yourself because your parents used to have drinks that, you you know, it was okay to drink seven days a week. It's how you identify yourself to how it's linked up to. Because once I realized that I had just linked up that I was a heavy person, because I was told as a child I was a heavy person. I was told as a child I was fat. My mother would tell me I was fat. Now, when I graduated from high school, and I remember this because I actually, because I used to weigh myself a lot, I weighed myself and I was at 128 pounds. 
When I joined the military, I was at 100, maybe 29 pounds. But she considered that fat. When I look back now and I look at my high school graduation pictures and in my yearbooks, not at all. But her view it was. And I inherited that view because my Nana was about five feet tall and, you know, just as round as they come. Just when you hugged her, it's a hug of love. So what was wrong with being heavy if I could be like my Nana? Is this making sense? I, I really hope it is. I'm, I'm hoping that you kind of sit down and you, you look at some of your beliefs and think, where are these beliefs coming from? Why do I believe this? And like I say, I coach a lot of women and I get all kinds of beliefs. You know, I've coached women of, um, that have gone through alcoholic parents and the beliefs that they have, that they turn that into their identity. I have a client who refuses to touch a drop of alcohol, which is great. That's her choice. But it's like, why are you so steadfast that you, I mean, she won't allow in her house or anything. And she says, well, because I have the alcoholic gene. I'm like, okay, but, and I don't know again if that exists. I said, but maybe it was just your parents just drank a lot and didn't know how to stop and maybe you can stop and it's not like I was encouraging her to drink but I was encouraging her to look at her concepts which the identity she developed from having an alcoholic parent whenever you take the time and you could have the best parents in the world you could have the most hard-working dad my dad was a hard worker my dad works seven days a week 12 hours a day and I inherited that work ethic because I was he was such a great guy you know, he golfed. Everybody loved my dad. Um, he provided well for us. I mean, we never wanted for anything. So I adopted that you had to work seven days a week, 12 hours a day, until, again, when I started studying my identity and thought, well, wait a second, Karen. Do you really need to work seven days a week, 12 hours a day? And I, and I realized that's not truly my identity, that I need to shift that identity. And that's when I coach women. I teach them how to shift that identity how to see where it comes from. Because if there's something that you repeat, if you repeat the same money patterns over and over and over again, that every time you know that you get $100, you can't spend it fast enough. The money burns a hole in your pocket. I mean, how many times have you heard that? Or you, know, you squeeze the dollar till Lincoln cries. Well, that's not, he's not on a dollar. Yeah, I think he's on a penny. But you, you refuse to spend any extra money. You've got all kinds of money in the bank. You've got everything. But when you sit down and you think, I would love to go on an exotic vacation. Oh, nope, I can't spend money. There's an issue. It's how you're identifying yourself. It's the same thing as if um, you, don't, you don't pay your bills on time. It's how you identify yourself. Money, money, weight, that's always a clue to what's burning and churning within yourself. You know, or a dysfunction area. If you look at your pattern, it's always, everything lies in the patterns. If you wanna see why things aren't working for you, look in the pattern that you're running. Sit down and get out a piece of paper and look in the pattern. And I have a really good belief exercise. If you're interested in getting belief exercises, write it in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, otherwise, jump over to my group, Spiritual Confidence on Facebook and just put in there, hey, I'd like to have that belief exercise. When I put all my coaching clients through it, and it's amazing with the, the revelations that they have. 
And in fact, I'm doing a three-day free um, training starting, I believe, um, August 10th or 11th. Um, on Facebook, I'm in my um, group, I believe. So you can grab it there too. But everything revolves around your beliefs which build your identity. And I think too many of us, especially women, especially women over 50, have identities that aren't ours. There are identities that we picked up in advertising, we picked up from our families, from our friends, from our bosses. And that's why I think so many women over 50 are becoming introspective because it's like, well, who am I really? I can't tell you how many times a day I ask that question. And I know I said a day because it, it's become this deep dive for me when I realized that these patterns I run may not be mine. So how do I change these patterns? How do I, how do I create my perfect world? How do I embrace who I am? And that's what I wanna help you do. I wanna help you embrace who you are, who you were born to be before life happened. So I hope this helped you guys. I hope you understand that it's how you define yourself, your identity, but whatever your identity of you is, you can change it. It's, you can change anything about yourself. And I mean, I know somebody's probably sitting out there saying, well, I'd like to change being, you know, not being able to pay my bills. You can, because if you can't pay your bills, there's something churning and burning that we can work with and figure it out. If you can't seem to get your business up and running, why? If you keep running the same pattern and every two or three years you get let go of your job, why? If you, know, if you lose 20 pounds and you gain 30 pounds, why? Every relationship goes south on you, why? Always ask why, that's the most, I mean, that's why there's probably a gazillion books out there about why. I mean, my second book I wrote was Blue Rose Bookstore, The Gift of Why. Except, in retrospect, I never really answered why, so we're, we're, we are rewriting that book. Um, always ask yourself why. If you do something that's a puzzler, that you're kind of like, huh, why do I do that? Or if people comment, you know, you always kind of do that. Or whenever you get to, you know, half a million dollars, you always pull back. Whenever you get to five coaching clients, you pull back. Whenever, you know, you start getting phone calls from guys, you pull back. Why? Three-letter word, so much power. So I hope this helped you guys work on your identity to become the person you were born to be. If you have any questions, you can. if you're watching this on YouTube, put in a direct message. If you're watching this on my podcast, which is on all the major stations, um, I still say iTunes. And I just somebody just told me, you know, it really isn't iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, you know, all the good places. And on my website, KarenBarner.com. Let me know how I can help you. It is my goal to help every woman evolve into the woman they know is locked within. Have a great day. Talk to you guys later. And here's to you finding your blue rose.